Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living Podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. We're continuing our study of faith this week, and I'll be sharing how faith works. Hebrews 11.1 explains what faith is, so let's read it in a few different versions. The Weymouth New Testament translation reads, Now faith is a well-grounded assurance of that for which we hope and a conviction of the reality of things which we do not see. The Good News Translation says, To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. And the King James Version reads, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is the traditional biblical definition of faith. However, the Webster's 1828 Dictionary says, Faith is a noun with a Latin root meaning fides, Fido, or to trust. There are several meanings of faith. However, the two I want us to focus on are, first, faith is an affectionate, practical confidence in the testimony of God. And second, faith is a firm, cordial belief in the veracity of God, in all the declarations of His Word, or a full and affectionate confidence in the certainty of those things which God has declared, and because He has declared them. Although these are the definitions of faith, we cannot apply a definition to situations. We have to extract what the definition means and actually apply that to our situations. If you have sickness or disease in your body or you have lack in your finances, you can't stand over these situations and say, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This will not change anything. The definition is right. However, the definition is not going to change your situation. Faith is the key that operates everything in the kingdom of God. So let's take the definition in this verse and break it down. Now, everything we receive from God, we receive by faith. As we look at this verse, we see that faith has a time. There is a time when faith is faith, and there is a time when it is not, and you have to know the difference. There is a confession unto faith, which is confessing the promise from the Word of God that you're standing on for your breakthrough, and then there's a confession of faith. The confession unto faith is the process of confessing the Word of God to build your faith. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God over and over again, when you quote the Scriptures to build your faith, your faith is going to grow. You go from hoping the Word of God will work, to the revelation of knowing the Word will work for you, to actually receiving the promise of what you're confessing. You go from knowing what faith is, to knowing that you have faith to receive, and then you actually receive it. I'm sure that you've heard people say, well, I know the Lord is going to make a way. Or, well, I know God is going to do so and so. Or you may be saying or may have heard someone say, I know the Lord is able. I know God will make a way and I know God is going to do it. When people say these things, they are truly being sincere. They mean it from their heart and they believe that they're in faith. 
but they're not because they are confessing future tense. They don't understand that there is a time to faith. This is one of the most important things that you can learn about faith. So, when is faith faith? From Hebrews 11.1, we know that faith is present tense because it says faith is now. Now faith is. If what you are speaking and believing is not now or present tense, then it's not faith. When people say, I know God is going to do something, they are actually saying that God has not done it because it's not present tense. They're saying God is going to do something sometime in the future. God is not a future tense God. He is a present tense right now God. God will never move for you if you say and believe He's going to do something in the future because you deny that He has already done all He's going to do. When Jesus sat down at the right hand of Father God, He said, It is finished. He defeated Satan for us, and then He gave us the keys to the kingdom. We have authority and dominion to rule and reign in our domain, according to Genesis 1.26. We simply have to take our rightful place of authority and enforce Satan's defeat. To confirm faith is now, let's look at Hebrews 11.1. 1. It says, Now faith is the substance. The word now is present tense, and so is the word is. So the first and foremost thing that we can learn about faith is that faith is always present tense. Faith is right now. Settling your mind that God has done everything He's going to do. Your job is to simply believe and receive what God has already done. That's how faith works. It's so simple. You have to agree with and say what God says in His Word if you want results in your life. You can't say God is going to do something. Let me give you an example. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God shall supply all your need. We say and confess, Praise God, I believe all my needs are met right now. This is your confession of faith, and it activates God's power in your life. This confession is present tense, and it will work. Let's look at healing as an example. Have you heard people say, I'm hoping He will heal me? They may say, well, I'm believing that God is going to heal me. Or you may have heard someone say, I know God is able. These are not statements of faith, and they will not produce the results that people want in their lives. Actually, the devil will kill them while they're making these kinds of statements and confessions because there's no faith in them. If you want to overcome sickness and walk in health, you have to say what God says. A good example is Matthew eight seventeen. It says, This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. He took our infirmities and carried away our diseases. In this verse, He Himself is Jesus. Jesus took our infirmities and carried away our diseases. If we break this down, took is past tense, and carried away is also past tense. If Jesus took and carried away our sicknesses and diseases, He must not want us to take them and carry them. So that makes us free by all standards. 1 Peter 2.24 is my favorite healing scripture. It says, By whose stripes we were healed. 
In this verse, were is past tense, indicating the fact that the time of action has already taken place. Jesus has already taken stripes on his body for us to be healed. So according to this verse, if you were healed, then you are healed. And if you are healed, then faith says, I am healed, so I receive healing in my body right now. I take it by faith. You have to take all the promises of God and see them in present tense, just like you do in 1 Peter 2.24. In the natural, you may have challenges and Satan may be trying to put something on you. However, your response to him has to be what God says about your situation so you can release the power of God in your life. When you make your confession of faith, it is always present tense and it starts with the words, I am. It doesn't matter what the situation looks like. Your I am confession will change your situation because everything in the natural is subject to change according to 2 Corinthians 4.18, which says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Let's read on in Hebrews 11.1. 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance in this verse is something that can be contacted with our five senses, something we can see, taste, smell, hear, or touch. So we can say faith is the substance or tangibility of things hoped for. This confirms that hope in and of itself has no substance. There's nothing about hope that you can see, taste, smell, hear, or touch. If you could, then you would not need faith. Faith is something for it to be the substance of things that are hoped for. When we add faith to our hope, then we give our hope substance or tangibility, something that we can eventually see, taste, smell, hear, or touch. Hope sets the goal, and faith goes and gets it. You must have hope, but if you do not have some way to reach your hope, then your hope will never have anything that you can see, taste, smell, hear, or touch. Hope affects your attitude about circumstances, and faith changes your circumstances. Hope is like a dream. Dreams have no substance. If you don't have faith to go with your hope, your hope is like a dream that will never come to pass. As we read on in verse 1, we see that faith is the evidence of things not seen. The best definition of evidence is that it's proof. Evidence validates or proves the existence of something that you don't presently have, because if you had it, you wouldn't need proof of it. Another way to say it is evidence takes the place of the thing that the evidence or proof of until the thing arrives on the scene. Faith itself is the proof. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. To walk by faith, you have to leave the realm of your five senses. You can't walk by faith and look at your senses to determine where you are with God. You have to walk by faith. Because sometimes your senses will be telling you one thing and your faith will be telling you something totally different. Since faith is the evidence or the proof of things not perceived by your senses, then there must be another world that is outside of our physical world, which is a world that we can only enter into by faith. This is the world or the realm of God. 
It's the spirit world, and it's more real than our physical world. The only way you get into the spirit world is with your faith. Everything you receive from God, you receive in the spirit realm first by using your faith before it manifests in the natural realm. As I close today, I want to remind you again that faith is not something you try. It's something you do. It's a way of life, and it will cause you to walk in victory every day of your life. God created you to win and live an abundant life, and you do that by walking by faith. As I tell you every week, God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves you with an everlasting love, and He has great plans for your life. If you would like more information on how to live the victorious life, I invite you to visit my website, luciaclaiborne.com, and sign up for my daily emails, Faith Builders for Victorious Living, and my monthly email, Victory Thoughts. Then, plan to join me again next week as we continue our series on faith and learn that faith is the evidence of the unseen.